ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Monoliths with your hosts, Sean and Max. <laughs> Monolith very much, Mr. E. <laughs> Monolith. 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 Monolith? Monolith. Monolith. Yeah, so obviously we're going to start this episode by talking about the stupid monolith. Taco Bell. Monolith. Oh, all over you, the world. Oh. Oh, you don't want to tell them we're all sponsored by Taco Bell? <laughs> so in our last episode, we talked about um, the monolith that appeared in Utah. We went into detail about it. And then right after we were done recording, we saw a story about how it had been removed. <laughs> yeah, that was really crazy at the time because already the story was, what's this weird, mysterious thing? And then literally hour or two afterwards, they get this text. It was like, it's gone. So in between that time... We learned that a new monolith had appeared in Romania. Then, shortly after that, the monolith in Romania disappeared. Disappeared. Then, shortly after that, more monoliths appeared. So let's <laughs> let's break it down with the first Utah monument. Yes. Monolith. What's going on there? Well, I know who one of the guys who claimed responsibility for removing it. You know him personally? What's his name? Yeah. Um Just name's uh, Host Sean of the Better Than Most Things oh. podcast. <laughs> I don't know him personally, but he's an extreme sports YouTuber dude, and he claimed responsibility. His name's Andy Lewis, and yeah, he has a video of him and his friends getting rid of the monolith, using a wheelbarrow to get rid of it, and uh, they took it down uh, because visitors were ruining the landscape trying to get to it, what they said. The hell do they expect to happen when you put some weird object in the middle of a landscape like that? Well, whoever did it, you mean. Well, yeah, they yeah. can't take responsibility because then they'd be littering and... Well, yeah, they did. What? Yeah. What? You think they claim responsibility for taking it down, but you think they did it? I believe... So... You think they built it, you mean? I think they built it and installed it. What? Why? My, my mind's being blown. Why wouldn't you believe that? Yeah. Like, don't you no, think... No, these guys are just, like, extreme dudes or... Why are they the ones to take it down? They're they're getting on their high horse, basically. Oh. First of all, what kind of terrain gets trampled it's all desert in the pictures like well it's illegal first of all remember this model is illegal even though we think it's cool and it's an artistic thing it is illegal what is done whoever the monolith creator yes is, that's what know. i'm saying and wh- they why can't is that take... again it's on state land or some shit yeah something like that it's in some park and it's everything in some and, reserve or... and like here's what they said here i'll tell you more, more about it because yeah though these i don't think for a second these guys did it I mean, I guess, okay. actually, you're, I'm, I'm always trusting. That's kind of like the conspiracy theory. Like, I was like that. Maybe they did do it. But <laughs> I, well, here's what they're saying. They say, um, first of all, they want to make clear that we support art and artists, but legality and ethics have defined standards, especially here in the desert. And they say this land wasn't physically prepared for the population shift. People ride by car, by bus, by van, wow. helicopter, planes, trains, Jesus. motorcycles, and e-bikes. And there wasn't <laughs> and there wasn't even a parking right. lot. Yeah, and they got a lot of scooters there too. And here's, like, here's kiss my ass. And here's the thing that I like. This is kind of what that means. Like, and there aren't bathrooms. And yes, pooping in the desert is a misdemeanor. <laughs> so these guys are like, I think on their high horse of like environmentalists, like, oh man, like we saw something cool, and they're like, I can't believe someone. They're calling it trash. Like they think it's like someone well, leaving like potato being, like, chips. The, the people that went there in the last few days before it got removed, and there's just trails of shit everywhere. <laughs> you know? well, that's the whole point oh, too. Shit in this spot. People oh, were flocking to this monolith. This area wasn't prepared for it, and you know, leaving, doing what humans do, pretty much destroying everything. And yeah, 
Yeah. Cleaning up after themselves. Uh-huh. So, and this thing is a illegal, whatever it is. If it's an aliens, like. So it's, it's cool. All like, that's fine. Even I was kind of bummed out. Don't get me wrong. When I first I was like, what? I thought it was kind of cool. And I kind of was like, fuck humans, like for destroying things. But then when I kind of saw his reasoning behind it, I was like, I see him being, I still wish he was there. But well, I, they're, I, yeah. they're not wrong. They're, they're, not. A, they're, they're absolutely right about it. Uh, but you're painting them out to be total douchebags. Like, well, and there's I kind of like the model. <laughs> there's a little message they left behind. Did you, did you hear about that? Um, they wrote it in the sand, right? Or yeah, no, they, they wrote, pissed it in the sand. I think. Well, they wrote I, it in the sand. I, remember they, I can't remember what the message was, but I remember the piss for some reason. They yeah. pissed near it. Yeah, okay, so the message was "by bitch." Yeah. Oh. And then it was found next to a puddle of pee. So, like, fuck these guys. Are you serious? Like, on their high horse about preserving nature I call them and like stuff. Bitch. I called them douchey. It was like they said on their high horse of like, Whoa, yeah, no, they really did. Like, so it's one of those things. Like, they kind of buzz killed it, and they're hiding behind. Like, no, well, you know. I, this, there's no crime. Ha- I don't know why they're I'm pretending the surfers. Like, there's no crime happened, man. This is already a crime being here. Like, meh. they're right. They're and, right. But yeah. they could have been a little more humble about their approach. And the, exactly. And no one's enforcing the law either. They're no one's like, well, we're not going to investigate who did it or who or the whole press charges against them getting rid of it. So, did you read? They just when they knocked it down, they literally just said, "We tried to knock it down and went over." So it wasn't as deep as we thought it was. I thought they time. cut it. Or I don't know. Actually, I don't no, know. No, they went up and they pushed it. Yeah, <laughs> they they had to like wobble it back and forth oh, and, and like, loosen and the, it up. I see. But if it, it's only I want to say, the picture made it seem like only a couple inches in the ground. Mm-hmm. So again, they came with tools, and they were ready to dig this thing out. And when they push it over, they were like, "Okay, leave the tools. We don't need them." Mm-hmm. So maybe. Um, Maybe they weren't the ones who built it if they didn't have the knowledge of how deep it was. True. So I guess that's a that's a point in that category. True. And uh, they sound douchey enough that they whatever message this artist was trying to send by putting a monolith in the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're capable of formulating that kind of that kind of artistic expression. Yeah. No. I mean, I I was pro the monolith, uh, even though <laughs> trust me, but I will just from a debate point of view. Because when I first heard it, I, I thought the same thing. I was kind of like, fuck these dudes and fuck them. And especially, yeah, I remember the P more than the message. It's funny. I just remember right. they did like P. It's like, God. <laughs> but I guess in my mind, too, they didn't expect someone just showing up like seconds later. I mean, I guess, wait, I guess the message kind of whatever. <laughs> so you're right there. But again, it kind of shows like this remote area all of a sudden becomes this mecca. And I guess, although maybe it's them just being almost jealous. Like, this is our area, kids. Like, no, go away, guys. We're the guys. This is our little area. Now you're coming here pooping all the trails, and that's a misdemeanor. That's a misdemeanor. That's so funny. And then they pee. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, let's go to the fun, second one, the third one. But yeah. They're doing it to preserve nature. So shortly after that one was taken down, a new monument was found in Romania. Romania. And this one was very similar. as triangular in shape, about 10 feet tall and metal. and. It was on a hill near the Petrovia Dacian Fortress. Ooh. Yeah, that's it's like fun. Some, it's like some yeah. archaeological uh, site or something too. That's why it was kind of weird. Like, yeah, it's a protected archaeological area on this uh, whatever plateau. So that's why I was extra like, oh no. So they looked at this one and they knew immediately that it was man-made because of the shoddy craftsmanship. <laughs> this was definitely the worst. It's a, my article said the same shit where this was like the worst one that was made. Uh, do you have the quote? What they said about the welding. Uh, no, I don't. What, what oh, did they this say? guy said an, an, an unidentified person, apparently a bad local welder, made it. 
<laughs> no, because, yeah, the other one in Utah was smooth and reflective. Uh-huh. And this one, you could see where the... Um, like buffed it a little bit Yeah, or like a circular... Like rings. Yeah. I don't know what they're called, yeah. Yeah, the circular pattern left over by buffing. Exactly. Um uh, let me think here. The Oh, the local Romanian government is searching for whoever erected the copycat monolith because they did so on protected land and without permits. That's the move of the monolith, bro. That's <laughs> so a running thing, a running theme here. Protected well, areas. Maybe. I don't know. Well, the third one, Pine Mountain. Ooh, where's Pine Mountain? Oh, um, yeah, this is in California, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. I was, everything just said Pine Mountain. I like the sound. But yeah, Pine Mountain, California. On top of Pound... Uh, I can't pronounce that, so I'm going to say Pine Mountain, basically. Uh, are you talking about Atascadero? Okay, fine, I'll try. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about Atascadero's Atascadero, there you go. Yeah, Yardy. that's what I'm talking about. I guess I could say it. I can say words. Atascadero's Pine Mountain. This one was weird because of... You could just push it over. It wasn't even the ground at all. Yeah. That's dangerous. Well, depending on what it is. If it's just some sheet, sheet metal, metal and... Aren't they heavy still? I mean, it could like be. It depends 10... on what gauge. I don't know. Oh, it probably is. Probably is heavy. But yeah, it was just sitting there. It wasn't even in the ground, so um, it could be pushed over. And it said it was like 10 feet tall, this one. So that sounds like a, you know some kid hiker. You know, all the kid hikers that go out there on top of Pine Mountain. Yeah. But you know what's so funny about this? All of these were triangular. <laughs> Last episode, we tripped balls because all, uh, yes. Max and I had conflicting stories yes. about square or, excuse me, rectangular models. I mind, honestly, how like, <laughs> we could have the same story. I literally looked at normal, like, reputable things. Like, I, I would actually go, I can go back and see whatever I was looking at, but they said rectangle. I, would, I didn't write rectangle. Those and the pictures were all. Just so many fucking people were reporting on the same thing. Yeah. And eventually, like, somewhere, some some details get lost in things. I was like, oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> right. um, so you talked about the California one, but. And, uh, Oh, did we talk about how it's missing too? Oh no, I didn't know that. No, well, that makes sense if you could just pick it up and the, walk the, away. Well, with the third it. one is missing, and some vandals came and uh, they replaced it with a wooden cross. Huh? Yeah, it's kind of Christian weird. vandals. They are Christian vandals. Actually, it even says there's some video of it or somewhere, and it says uh, <laughs> among, it said uh, among the audio from the late night video, the person speaking called the object an alien obelisk and said, "We don't want illegal aliens from Mexico or outer space." <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so some races. I don't, I don't know. Want so kind of weird. Instagram, I mean, let me follow them. It's right kind now. of funny. Yeah, it's so funny. funny. <laughs> it's funny, but it's like Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> these are the dudes. And then they put a wooden cross there. Like these. Okay, but the the article called them vandals. So they did the. But again, like, can you vandalize something that's not supposed to be there anyway? It's like, what if you illegally put a picture in a museum? And then an hour later, someone comes and like destroys it. It's like you destroyed museum property. You're like, what? <laughs> That, I don't know, man. Yeah. Don't get me started on how people can control land and beaches. I still don't understand that. <laughs> like, they control areas of the ocean. I mean, seriously. This is my like, ocean. I'll never understand that shit. I mean, I get it if it's protected. So, so all of this led me to one more statue. One more monolith I that went missing. whispers. That's why I can't believe it. I want to hear about this one. So... Uh, the statue in question is a famous dick statue oh. that was chopped down and stolen and in Bavaria. Skinny Pete, it's on the top. Okay, no, you no. haven't even heard you're, my you're Skinny Pete story yet. I, I feel like I saw like some screenshot of a dick statue. I was like, all right, okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> I saw it. You I was like, that, a you dick that, that one. got a dick statue that got erected somewhere. <laughs> I thought I heard a wooden monolith. Period. Like I swear I heard that in my travels. So he mentioned that earlier. Like he it was a dick statue. It was a wooden monolith. 
It just happened to be phallic in nature, <laughs> but it existed in this Bavarian town, and it had a name. It was the uh, Gruten statue, and it had been there for, I want to say, at least What the fuck is the definition of a monolith? Because I remember last time I was trying to make an argument, like, it's a rectangle. It's a rectangle, and I swear to God, I'll leave the show. And, and now <laughs> this is a triangle. And well, now there's all these triangle monoliths, and I was saying dick monoliths here. <laughs> well, one of the articles I read went out of its way to make sure the reader knew the monolith was a triangle. Okay. And not a rectangle. I thought that was hilarious based on our previous conversation. A triangular. Okay, three definition sides. of a monolith. A single great stone, often in the form of an obelisk or column, or definition two, a massive structure. So obelisk and monolith are kind of like the same uh, word. It says here yeah, the like, a granite monolith stands in the center of the park. But the golden, you know, the uh, skyscraper could be a monolith. I guess by that so. definition. Yeah, or, I mean, sure. a column, but like any column is, yeah, you see columns everywhere. Why not just say an imposing structure? I guess if you want to be more technical, you got to use the uh, Sounds like it has to be a solid stone. Piece. But then this is this is sheet metal we just talked about. Yeah. So, What's going on? <laughs> Maybe it's a metal lift. People don't know. People don't know what monoliths even are. Anyway, this statue was actually chopped down. Again, we're talking about the dick statue. It was <laughs> chopped down and um, hauled away, and no one knows where it went to. It weighs 440 pounds, so it's a it's a mighty trunk. Wait, so it was erected where? It was erected uh, in Bavaria somewhere. Oh, jeez. A long time ago. I don't know how long ago. I don't have. That oh, this isn't a recent dick one. No, no, no. It's been there for a while, and it's oh. a staple of the community. Oh, um, it's on this <laughs> oh. guy's private property, and he don't—he doesn't a, know how it got a there. Staple of the community. <laughs> he doesn't know how it got there. So my property. He doesn't know how it left. <laughs> don't know how it got there. <laughs> it was there for years. Lawn, it was 440 <laughs> pounds, and he didn't notice a single dot. He did nothing for years too. I'm like, mm, I'll one just leave it. theory reported by German media is that the sculpture was an unwanted birthday present, mm. carved by a group of young men as a practical joke for their friend. When the president was rejected, they pulled it up the mountain on a sled, leaving it for others to appreciate. Oh, great. <laughs> so the guy was supposed to accept that gift. A giant Thanks dick. Thanks for the giant dick. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. I mean, and yes. he didn't accept it. Okay. And there's tourism around it. It's all good. Hey, I got some global news now that we've uh, kind of hopped the globe here. Okay. Did you know human body temperature overall is lowering across the globe? Mine isn't. I feel like I'm hot all the fucking time. <laughs> so uh, 98.6 Fahrenheit or 37 degrees Celsius is the universal standard, which was set up 200 years ago. Mm. But now we've noticed a marked decrease in human body temperature on a global level, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not everyone runs at the same temperature. But sure. uh, Remind 98- me again, because like, 200 years ago it was like the Flintstones times about, right? So those are the times when, what? Two hundred years ago. Two hundred years ago, Flintstones. Yeah, yeah, dinosaurs were still around so for sure. Those are the guys who did uh, the the temperatures. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Maybe they were just off a little bit. They just had a guy that was really good at temperatures yeah. and used his fingers. He just kept holding people's heads like, "Yep, two hundred. <laughs> yep, that's what that is." <laughs> um, so the whole idea of ninety eight point six, it was uh, first measured by a German physician named Carl Wunderlich. And um, that was a good. I think that was a good. I think you did a good job there. Wanderlich, Wanderlich, idiot. So here are the temperatures now around the world. Here's okay. a sampling from the UK. The average is now ninety-seven point nine. So that's almost one full degree, almost. Mm. Um, from Palo Alto, California, 
It's 97.5. So that is a full degree. In yeah. this, um, and then um, getting away from society that is integrated with each other via airplanes and spreading possible contagions and whatnot, we look at the uh, Tismane, Sismane people. And uh, they run. Can we, can we put that, that somewhere? <laughs> put that put that those numbers yeah. somewhere. Yeah, please make a note <laughs> of that. Says me, says me, says me, says me, Remember when Sean started talking in reverse on the show? This people. That was his last episode. It was a tragic, tragic episode. It was funny. I just avoid pronouncing stuff because <laughs> I'd be the same way, frankly. I give him so much shit, but I'd have the same problem. Anyway, these people. <laughs> They are an indigenous community in South America, and they rarely ever, if ever, have contact with the outside world besides people checking their temperature. Mm-hmm. So um, they run at 97.7. Wow, another full degree. Right? And more. They're going like, lo- we're all lower. Wait, no, we're all lower. going lower. I'm sorry, yeah. Lower. Yeah. Okay. So for a second, I was like, it's higher. Like, no, it's lower. Oh, shit. That's so, interesting. So scientists are kind of at a loss on how why? to explain this. Don't. No, but there's, there's a theory floating around I out there. Because I would think that people would run hotter because more stress, more financial obligations, more real-life responsibilities, COVID, all that shit happening. I would think maybe it would make them a little hotter. But I almost countered like maybe the stress of living 200 years ago. Was higher. Maybe, because yeah. it's like, if I, if I don't catch this rabbit, my four That's kids right. are dead. Yeah. And then one kid dies, you're like, now I'm going to eat that. <laughs> For the other three. And you're just like, you're, and you're fighting okay, off diseases. Like like I'm almost thinking, too, the diseases. Actually, what I thought he was saying it was higher earlier, I was like, maybe we're fighting off diseases or something, and literally a degree. Oh, and maybe people are more sedentary, too, meaning just lazy. Oh, maybe. Spot there you go. Really cool. I, that's what I like. Yeah, exactly. Because people acted like, just went on a run, like, the doctor wants to get my temperature today. And like, it was like, <laughs> Hey, what's up, Doc? What? Yeah, yeah, okay. And then around versus like everyone's sitting there just like like you said, at the front of the computer. Yeah. It's gonna be way lower. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually I like that more, yeah. Well, one Sorry theory. To you. <laughs> one theory is that uh, we're experiencing fewer infections. So an infection will raise the body's temperature. Yeah. Resulting in a fever. Mm. And with modern medicine, clean water, good hygiene, uh, bad infections are much rarer. Then a couple hundred years ago. So that's one theory. But if you look at the Tismain people, they have no medicine. They have no medicine. They've been using the same medicines for the past 200 years. So that debunks that theory. Well, they're just a closed society. Maybe the whole thing is like they don't really like the, the biggest threat to that society probably was the guy taking their temperature. Well, you know right. what I mean like he probably they're probably all dead now if we looked into the it watch like, you haven't known <laughs> sickness until the white man came exactly man like <laughs> a closed system on. kind of like yeah, that's why <laughs> like that's what they're they saying like that just like talk group, to people though, because that throws off every other like, absolutely yeah, every other observation basically. they they are essentially the control you're right well you didn't look it up too like part of I think too is they eat people oh <laughs> that could be it that does help that could be it <laughs> Probably my second time I've mentioned eating people today. <laughs> right? I said the kids earlier. I'm still Man. thinking about growing my own meat and whether I'd eat myself. God, I thought yeah, about that. Yeah, that I actually disturbed did. Me, I, I, I was interested in it. Not like, that I'm I'd try about it. I would never eat a period, and then you guys are deciding on whether it would be your own or someone else's, and I was seriously on the verge <laughs> like, of likely. <leaving. laughs> yeah. No, remember because it was like gamer bathroom like, water. I'm a tough guy, about. but that for some reason rubbed me the wrong <laughs> no, way. Sell, I was liking the selling portion like you sell your meat it's funny because i remember on like the second episode or something 
Sean brought up about eating some cat meat or something, and you, me, and you both said we would rather eat human meat before we yeah. eat cat meat. And I, <laughs> I might I th- go back. I think on that, that was the story where we did something about like the phone and the cat. Wasn't that the weird? Oh, thing? yeah. And I feel like somehow that was his intro. Yeah. And we're like, hey, we both, like, he's like, would you eat a cat? We're like, no. <laughs> and he was kind of like, what? I thought you'd say yes. We're like, no. I mean, equal opportunity uh, yeah. carnivore here. Eat a cat. Eat a dog. See what happens. Although I, I, I want to change my answer. Even though I like cats, I think they're too furry to eat. Like you want, don't you want to eat short fur things? Well, you skin it first. Well, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but I mean, chicken, I mean, okay. What if you want to eat a deer? But if it was like a fucking fully furry deer, like the size. I mean, I guess a lamb's kind of furry. <laughs> well, I mean, cows and pigs, no. Okay, those are the those are the dominant animals because they're not furry. Furry, the furrier they are, the more you don't want to eat them. Boom. Solve that. <laughs> By the way, now you ass. Done. Boom. So Next, anyways, question. <laughs> Next question. Next question. What else do you need solved? So, so back, the whole uh, just one more thing to wrap up. The whole idea mm. of our body temperatures lowering is not immediately concerning. Um, as long as we're all kind of standard, you can be within plus or minus a degree without worrying of. I'm serious. But I think I probably would be up a degree, like of the. I feel like I'm. I've been hot my whole life. I mean, I guess I'm always kind of a thick boy. So I guess that could be it too. But like that being said, I, don't know, I feel like I'm just. I just run hot. I always like want the AC fucking blasting, like hardcore. Red blood American. Red blood American. <laughs> yeah, another one was uh, suggested that the air conditioners were the problem. Oh, but the dismaying people proved that one wrong too. That's, yeah. so, That's a good one. I like that. That's a smart one. All right, so this topic actually kind of reminded me of one of your older topics, I believe. So I wonder, didn't you do one about the Hesiolosaurus neglecticus? The the what? The the thutmus what? Okay, let me see. The nap 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 neglecticus. Basically, wasn't it that the the big dinosaur that that was on sale, and there was the whole debate about should you be able to buy? That was the T Rex that was on sale. Oh. It was a giant T-Rex skeleton. I thought it was, was the Thessalosaurus neglecticus. Anyway, well, I don't even want to talk about that. I just thought that would... I thought, that was what, I thought that's what we talked about, but I'm wrong. <laughs> so what's up with the Thessalosaurus I thought you'd be like, yeah, I that in, like, blah, blah, blah. That, There's nothing about that. I thought that would... I thought that, I thought we talked about it on the show before. We've talked about the Spinosaurus aegypticus. That, maybe that's what I was... I think oh. that... Maybe that's what I was thinking, and then that was a whole other topic, too, wasn't it? What was that topic? Um, I think that was a, that was another Sean intro into a loosely veiled, just stupid story, like, about the Spinosaurus aegypticus and how we've only discovered one big skeleton. It was bombed by, uh, it was bombed when it was in Berlin in, like, World War II. And, and Skinny Pete did it. Okay, I do remember and Skinny that. Pete did it. Okay. Well, this one's about a, a 40 million year old skeleton belonging to a saber-toothed tiger. Ooh. Ooh. And it's going up for auction, so. Ooh, cool. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to describe... Do we have more, uh, estimates? Oh, yeah. What? Yes. Cool. Yeah, I got. I got. I actually have. A, we're gonna do a little mini. Let's. So I'm gonna describe, and then you tell me how much you're gonna pay for it. Okay. So okay, here we go. Okay. So like I said, this is a 40 million year old skeleton belonging to a saber toothed tiger, and uh, it was discovered on a U.S. ranch last year. And the guy was just walking around his property, and the bones were sticking out after like a rain or something. Awesome. Uh, bam. Right. Like I, was, I love that. I was like, ooh, cool. Yeah. And so. Uh, one of the experts says the fossil is is exceptional above all for its uh, conservation because it's 37 million years old and it's 90% complete. Wow. 90%, okay. 
What was the T Rex? Do you wow. remember? 100%. Oh. Uh, no, it wasn't 100. It they're rarely I don't think ever. Anything exists. Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be a fully completed. No, it was like no, the it highest. Was, it was a high 90. I remember. Uh, yeah, exactly. I thought. I mean, I don't know. I can't remember. The it was. Name. It was probably hovering around 90. Well, this is the 90 percent for this. Uh, like I said, same same with Tiger. Um, but the few missing bones were made from a 3D printer. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, if all the other bones are there, how were they missing? Them? They just decompose quicker, or. I mean, yeah. I mean, as we said before, this is a four. Well, just it's forty million years. Like this cup could be a tooth or something. Just something's gonna at some point some some bug ate something or just. I mean, frankly, a fossil even happens under certain conditions. Like otherwise, wouldn't like every time we dig something, it should be like, oh my shit! Like it should be covered in bones, but that never happens. So the fact that it that much exists, like, so I don't think I don't think it exists one hundred percent. Maybe amber, maybe like bugs and amber gotcha. or something. I don't know. Like that'd be a cool, cool topic to look into. But uh, back to this, you got to think of a price now. This is some prices, right? Shit. Okay. So, like I said, uh, forty million years old, ninety percent complete, and the rest is like filled in with three D print stuff. Okay. And uh, that's pretty much all you get, actually. Uh, <laughs> there's the money. So, saber tooth tiger, an old saber tooth tiger. All right, who do you want to go first? Mm, paper, rock, scissors, one, one round. Just go. Rochambeau. You lost, I think. Rochambeau throw. One, two, three, go. Yeah. Rochambeau throw. All right. You go first. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to say um, Sabretooth Tiger. Not as there big. There is a range even. Against. And not as um, well known as the T-Rex, I think. So I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say 12 million. Okay. 12 million. Locked wow. in. Oh, for sure. It's got to be millions, right? Millions? Because what I mean, the last I can't one? Tell you. The T Rex sold for like sixty million or something. Well, like? I don't remember because I, I thought it was that either. other Theosaurus yeah, neglected. Like a hundred thousand. Well, yeah, okay. well, shit. Maybe I'm way over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess a hundred thousand. Um, you are way closer. Um, oh, it really? was it was sixty six to eighty eight thousand. Oh my ninety at first. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do that again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Actually, I have another one. I have another one. I have one more. So here it was. So for Jurassic Park enthusiasts, you could also buy a Tyrannosaurus Rex tooth. How much like would a okay. tooth be? Is now that we real? just huh a real. T-Rex tooth. Like uh, they didn't say it was fake. That's dope. I, I mean, it, it doesn't say a tooth from Jurassic Park. They're saying for fans, like if you like T-Rexes. So it says okay. a Tyrannosaurus tooth. Okay. Okay. Are you got me all questioning. This is what the article said. All right. So. How much does a tooth cost? You just, so we just learned I'll that. A, first this time. Okay. 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 We just learned that a saber tooth tiger is about like 66 to A Tyrannosaurus tooth is going to cost you $9,000. Boom. There it is. I'm going to go. Two thousand. The winner is Hoshan on that one because it's twenty five hundred to thirty two hundred dollars. That went away for a tooth. That's not bad. Not the worst. Yeah. For a tooth, I think it's a cool thing to own too. Like it's not like some like oh here's like the the calf section of a thing. It's like a, it's like a cool tooth. Yes, like, sure. Yeah. I've always wanted a megalodon tooth. Ooh. Yeah. Look that up. <laughs> you know, my dad has one of those. Yeah, uh, they're right. a few hundred for sure. Those there are cool. Go. I've yeah, seen they those. Yeah, they come with authenticity and everything. But yeah, super cool. I ran into someone who bought their boss one of those. Oh man, that's was the like, greatest fucking gift. How much My do you like your boss? And how much money do you make? <laughs> yeah. like, and are they hiring? Yeah, what are you getting your wife? <laughs> I don't know, fifty dollars yeah, in Walmart something. I'm not sure. Somewhere down the line that boss hooked them up for sure. Right, right. Okay, I got a little uh little ditty here. Um oh little ditty. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Okay, yeah. So Max. Yes. 
Uh, you've been fighting hard. The I'm fight? Out. Oh, hang on. I'm leaving. The fight is finally over. Uh-oh. All that petitioning and letter writing, all those speeches you gave and palms you greased, your vision has kind of finally come to fruition, my friend. A potato pancake bar at, the stri- at a strip club all combined on a boat. <laughs> the SS Grilled Cheese. The SS Grilled Cheese. The best time on the, the seven seas. Have you ever seen the SS, the SS Grilled wow. Cheese? Is um, a yacht I'm going to own in either my future life or maybe another life. We're not sure yet. But it's like I'll be a yacht captain. It's called the SS Grilled Cheese. Okay. And I'll have guests and you'll pay me lots of money and I yeah. will take you to lots of places. And you'll have fancy grilled cheeses all the time and bitches and stuff it'll be fun like yeah, so sure. anyway yes. you need to stop watching below deck i love below deck so <laughs> i'll never stop <laughs> your illusions of grandeur man oh my goodness they get captain so funny. yeah i don't the boat captain like, ah, don't give a shit Mark. so your vision max mm-hmm. the bfh the german federal fiscal court that is has officially ruled that edm more specifically Electronic of the damage. techno and house varieties yeah. Is music. Oh, finally. Yeah, we always knew that. Come on. All those tattoos I couldn't show you guys finally <laughs> make sense. Take it, take shirt off, takes pants off. Look upon me. All the, this one means my favorite guy. <laughs> Who is? This is Electric Jack. What's Red Dragon where he gets naked and he's like, look at me. Or, uh, <laughs> I don't wait, open your eyes or I'll cut off your lids. <laughs> So uh, the reason the German fiscal government, um, I don't listen to techno. I mean, I like some song, I guess, but like I've never claimed to like or not like techno. No, no, you're waiting to. I I want. I want. I am. I don't think so. I want the audience to know. No, no, you're waiting to disco. I know that was more of a Mister E thing. Mister E's into it. Actually, I don't hate. I just not exposed to it enough. I do like disco though. Anyways, this is all because a club owner wanted to know. And that statement in itself, I'm like, well, if you have to ask, doesn't that answer your question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do agree. Is techno music? That actually reminds me of someone, oh, was it something from Reddit where they're like, if you have to ask if you should wear eye protection, you probably should wear eye protection. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever have that thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the reason he did this is he wanted a discount on his taxes. Because as a uh, event venue, he was being charged 19%. But as a concert venue, he could get away with 7%. Nice. Wow. So that. that's a huge discount. And overall, it was all about, you know, is this DJ up here considered a concert? Is it considered a musician so of the same caliber? it was considered music, so it was considered an event. And now he's trying to get it considered music so he can use it as a concert. Yes. That's, it's playing music on a stage. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is a concert. That was like, pew, 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 pew. This guy's a fucking giga brain, though. Oh, yeah. Well, he's working Imagine it. Imagine the mm. amount of money he saved on that. So opponents say a DJ playing other artists' tracks was not comparable to live band playing their own music. Additionally, the tax offices claimed that people go to clubs for booze not the music. Oh, that's... yeah, but when people go to clubs for EDM music, they take drugs, which makes them drink a lot. Well, that's I would true. Know this. And I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, I've I would heard. Know yeah. This. Well, and that statement about going to a club for booze is fucking bullshit because you can never reach the bar. That's true. Yeah, that's why all my bars are like sixty-year-old men 
Like it's amazing. You can get to the bar. You yeah. can order a like fucking a drink. Club, the bar they have a nice crazy. line. It just forms really and works. Nice <laughs> yes. Bar will have a bar like a bar cart everywhere you look, but that's like the real nice one. Yeah, exactly. Just the basic clubs. No, you're gonna be waiting, and you're gonna pay thirty dollars for two mm-hmm. beers. I mean, it's nuts. So it's ruling the BFH found that the lower tax rate wasn't due to the presence of live musicians, but the primary reason why the audience attended the event. Meaning. That they ruled in favor of... Because uh, yeah, they went there to listen to music. EDM being... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> EDM being music. Gotcha. Um, I also have some fun information on the uh, first socially distant rave coming out oh, of Germany. I saw it. Did you? I think. It's a picture of everyone in a field and they're sitting in like plastic cubes, basically. Oh, I didn't or see that. Oh, what? Tables, yeah. And they're all six feet apart. Yeah, and yeah. It's like a drive-in almost, but you're not sitting in a car. But you might have seen some. I don't know. This was, I, It could be the same one. I'm not sure. It's like having your little mini stage. Like, I want to dance in my little section. Everyone's going to see me. All so the two dudes next to me. This was the Coconut Beach Club, uh, and it usually accommodates 2,000 people. But uh, for this event, they cut the number to 100 to you know, wow. ensure social distancing. Uh, every attendee had to wear face masks. Additionally, sure. there were distance markers at the bar. Uh, the DJ was protected by plastic barriers, and people were only allowed to congregate in groups of four in separate areas. Hmm. The club also marked small circular areas on the dance floor for each dancer to occupy. <laughs> You stay there. You want to dance with me, babe? Sorry, can't. Yeah. You got to dance from across there, and we'll just look at each other. We'll just... just... Freaking with a chick way over there. Yeah, for sure. And she looks away. you just like, eye contact! Yeah. What? Uh-huh. Oons, oons, oons. I the, can't... What? I fucking hate clubs. And the more they describe this social distance club, I was like, I, I love this. I, I can do this. this. I, I, I wasn't even joking. I'm like, that'd be cool. Because like, when you're a club, they'll see you dancing. Versus like, I was like, check me out. I'm like, just start doing all my break dancing I'm so good at. You all know. <laughs> you all know. You've all seen it. I have a topic about space trash. Oh. Like the Klingons? Wow. <laughs> Whoa, bro. You're getting raced. So raced in Star Trek. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I don't Car- even watch Star Cardassians are pieces funny. of shit, though. Everyone hates Cardassians. I fucking love the Cardassians. They are pieces of shit. They Wait, are that's trash. That's a real people. name. Yeah. yeah, like the Cardassians. No, no, that's no. The Cardassians are those trash people. We're talking about <laughs> the, the Cardassians with well, wow. are a trash species in, in, in Star Trek. And they're they're basically all Hitlers, and I don't trust well, any of them. Um, I don't, wow. They're awful. That's an oversimplification. But go on. What's your, what's your space trash story? No, Star Trek is very like, everyone is at peace and everything. But when you see what those bastards did to Vajor, like, oh my God. You don't know shit about Vajor. You don't know shit about it. Anyway. Vajor um, had it coming. They did. Oh, dressed provocatively. You know, know it. Exactly. We all know it. So anyway, space trash, as we were talking about, uh-huh. um, it's all over the, it's all over, uh, you know, orbit. And we talked about that before. It's just like, there's all this debris out there. It's kind of, I think it's kind of crazy how it's not causing more problems than oh, it is. Well, yeah, because we keep a tight eye on the debris and we know, yeah, we talked about this because, uh, when the debris usually coming off of, um, our shuttle launches, like they know that they're going to have to jettison fuel pods and stuff into mm. upper orbit and they, um, actively engineer them to orbit around the earth and come down in a in a certain spot mm-hmm. oh yeah and usually you, the you were, ocean i remember you saying that yeah yeah and so um i know we have a we have an eye on all the space trash up there so what's yeah. the what's the latest well currently um there are roughly a uh, 28 
hundred live satellites currently orbiting the Earth. So I just want to put that out there. So those are live ones. Wow. So already I think that's kind of crazy. There's that many avoiding all the space trash. And, and Elon then, Musk is adding hundreds, like hundreds more. And we got to just add more to the space junk out there. And uh, so scientists also estimate there's 3,000 dead satellites orbiting our planet. Huh. So even more dead ones than live ones. And that doesn't even count the 900,000 pieces of debris less than 10 centimeters long that would, you know, cause a lot of damage if it hit something. 900,000. That And mm, 10 centimeters is tiny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But that's, like I said, that's just, there's just orbiting bullshit everywhere. Okay. And uh, so uh, the European Space Agency is uh, trying a new solution to this. <gasps> SA is trying a new solution. Yeah, All right. dude. Fucking SA. What's up? I'm from Europe. Um, <laughs> it's the European Space Agency. And uh, they're basically thinking of, uh, they're going to start creating a space claw. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do yeah, you have a white claw? I meant to do like a white claw, space claw thing. Anyway, fuck it. <laughs> space claw. I can grab one. Yeah, they have some. Okay. Space claw. <laughs> here, here, space here. claw. Yeah, there you go. Space claw. Everyone have a space claw. Uh, anyway, uh, so a space claw that would grip larger um, defunct satellites and steer them back into Earth's atmosphere where both the satellite and the claw would burn up. Okay. So they're trying to clean up. This could be a way to clean up all the trash out there. So they're, it, a claw sounds like they're trying to shoot the for the larger objects, right? They're not necessarily... Because I feel like you yes. want a net or some sort of large catch if you're going after those 10-centimeter yeah. things. Let's, let's theorycraft after this about how we could do the yeah. small stuff. But yes, no, this is more bigger stuff. Actually, their, their target is a, Ves, a Vespa up there. A Vespa? What? Yeah, there's a Vespa up there. The Vega the Secondary Payload Adapter. No, come on. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, so um, it's basically, like you said, like a pod, like some little bit of engine that's up there that's just floating up there that has been up there since 2013 and is close in size to a small satellite. And they're hoping to get this claw up there uh, by 2025. And, oh, yeah, the the company that's going to be doing this, they're called ClearSpace. So hmm. the, the first uh, claw, if it gets up there, will be called ClearSpace 1. Okay. So I'd be kind of interested to see Clear Space One because I, I, I honestly, this is one of those topics where I'm actually interested about all the space stuff, especially all the space trash. And remember, in was the gravity or some shit like space trash or debris and uh-huh. these numbers are I thought like are a lot like two thousand like twenty eight hundred live ones, three thousand dead ones, nine almost a million. Frankly, just ten centimeter just bullshit out there. Like especially as a what if you're an astronaut. Like, obviously, Earth's big, so I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's not that much. But I like that they're already starting to think like we got to clean this shit up. Like, and aren't these satellites orbiting us at like at least an Earth's distance away? Because isn't True. the moon like thirteen Earths or something? And we yeah, tripped I, know, on I wish that I remembered all that. Ago. I remember that what we were talking about. I can't remember the because that's oh yeah because the the comet came within that, and we were so yes, like we were trying to put into in our mind's eye of like how close that was so yeah satellites i guess in our in my mind i think of a satellite like it's like right there but you know we're fucking small in the grand scheme of things so it's it's out there yeah okay so there is a lot of room there's a lot there. of room in space yeah i guess i guess there's a lot of room in space supposedly it's called space i mean that's cool i wonder there's a lot um, of room in our orbit right i I wonder how you make it how you make it cost effective. That doesn't sound cost effective. That's no. hilarious that you said that. I thought the same thing because I because I thought of a big insane claw, and then it's like we're gonna burn them both up. Like, exactly. The, shouldn't it just be like throwing them? Well, I feel like right? I feel like it should be you know from my limited 
armchair here. I feel like you should launch something up that can come back down in a uh, reusable vehicle, much like you know the space shuttle or uh, Tesla's um, or what is it? Who's who? who? The X Men. <laughs> no, uh, what's Tesla's space company? What am I? I'm blanking on this. Uh, SpaceX. SpaceX. Man. Yes, uh, oh, the SpaceX Dragon <laughs> rocket is a reusable one. So you send something up there like that. And then uh, it would shoot something at the uh, debris, propelling it in the direction they want it to go. Like, I don't know. It seems... Like a baseball bat in space is what I was thinking. I love it. Just like, clink, clink, clink. Just send things back in there. And then when the fuel's out, that burns up. And that's already like, it pays for itself. One satellite gets rid of, what, five old ones? That might might be the, the whole thing. I mean, you're not wrong. Well, I don't know. You could be wrong. I what if the am. arm grabbed the object and maneuvered it toward Earth rather yeah. than burning up with it? Exactly. Like, just did yeah. something, or maybe like, what if it had just did like a just like like pss, like you know all those maneuvering? Yeah, dances? totally. Just, like, just pss, like down, and that's all it does. And eventually, it'll burn up. Yeah. What about the net idea? That's that one of you said earlier. The net idea, like, I mean, that'd be hard because. You, those that the speeds they're traveling, all those little like like imagine how do you catch a bunch of golf balls that are going like pretty fast? Like I think depending depending on what the debris is made up of, my guess would be metal. And if it's <laughs> magnetic, slam, 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 well, no, I mean if it's magnetic, then you, you could use a big electromagnet up there. Do you think you'd hear that from Earth? Like, what if, ting. Like, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I know there's no sound in space, but like, uh, it depends on like where the net is. But like that much vibration, I wonder if it'd be closer to the atmosphere. Probably not. I'm, probably, I'm being ignorant. <laughs> but, uh, you ignorant. You ignorant. Well, I mean, the atmosphere. There's some you know middle ground of atmosphere and where it stops. So I'm thinking. But here's my last thought on that: is like this could be a cool Bond villain. It's like mm, Mr. Bond. I have weaponized the trash around the world. Love it. I could throw any satellite I want <laughs> at anywhere I want. This is hearkening back to like. Mm. Um, Brosnan Bond and yes. um, who's the other guy? As we've discovered, Roger I have 3,000 dead satellites. So 3,000 missiles going to your MI6. Okay, that's all. But yes. <laughs> that reminds me of um, Christopher Walken as a Bond villain. He was going to flood Silicon Valley. What? Yeah. Christopher Walken was a Bond villain, Bond villain or he, he was? or He, he was a Bond villain and he was, he was in A, a View up. to Kill. What? A was, View to a Kill. Who was the Bond? Uh, Roger Moore. Whoa! Okay, I seen and Christopher Walken's whole deal was he was a um, I love Christopher Walken. He was a computer genius sort of thing. Uh, had it had his own company, and he wanted to flood Silicon Valley uh-huh. to get rid of the competition. Oh, that's so good. he was going to blow up a dam or some shit or you know some stuff like that. But making the most of uh, the opportunities there. I like that, and it's corny. It's not like the new Bond where they're like they're arguing over water rights in Bolivia. Yeah, like Bolivia. just like slave labor. Like, it's boring. Yeah, you know, we want some. <laughs> we, we want some dude just like taking over the world, being crazy, and has the ability to do it. And only Bond. Yeah, it may be time to revisit the idea of a volcano base. I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the whole point, right? Like you want. Oh, you I got to see one dude do it, not like a whole army do it. Yeah. So I got a story here uh, that reminded me of you, Mr. E. Oh. A Taiwanese man bought a brand new gaming console, PlayStation 5. Okay. Uh, His wife wasn't thrilled with his video game habits before the purchase, Mm -hmm. so he convinced her it was an air purifier. (laughs) I love it. 
Because they kind of look similar. I would say that she she knew how much it was. Like that's a very expensive air purifier. Like I don't know. I don't know if she was she, keen on the books. Did she look okay. at the box at all? Just, I see. Just basically just the look of it. Just like oh, it's an air purifier. It's ten bucks. No it big does deal. look like one. Okay, it, it does. And so she bought it for a little while. And then uh, she started playing games on the air purifier. Oh, well, and then yeah, he and, has a new controller, right? <laughs> and then he came home one day, and she had sold it because she figured out what it was. Oh, she probably made bank too. Either she made bank, or she wanted to get rid of it, and someone came up on a PS5 for like 150 bucks. Oh yeah, and he said it was the cheapest PS5 he had ever seen, like as far as price. Resale. Like he he had to. Oh no no, when he bought it. He hunted a great deal on a new PlayStation oh, 5 God. and got oh, it for wow. a steal. Wow. And then she fucking sold it. Jeez. <laughs> wow. That's the end of that story. But I'll say so like the I know what you had to go through property. for your PlayStation it 5. It was rough. Yeah, I mean I mean, I got one just cuz I had connections, but for the people out there that don't have it, I mean, I can only imagine. I have friends that are still trying to get it. And even when they do resales, it's like there's people that have automated bots and shit that just auto check out with your information, and it's it's, it's a whole thing. It's just a it's, it's work actually. I, I was pretty early on the the switch thing. Weren't you earlier? Weren't you? Uh, yeah, oh, I got it. A hard one too. I, I had to drive pretty... like three cities away to a Target sort of deal. Target wow. was my same thing. I called so many Targets, and eventually I got mine. And then even our buddy um, Topi Combs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like same you thing. We're like I call I called a bunch too, and we even we oh, even drove together. Dude, he drove. You guys drove. Hours. No, what? Like, like Elsinore. Like, I've, I've driven literally like maybe 53 minutes. Oh, no <laughs> well, way. One way, one way. about not having a PS5 is there's not a lot of good games out right now, but in three more, I'm sorry, seven more days, Cyberpunk, baby. You're going to play that on console, yeah. you fucking lame Dude, well, I mean, you're lame. <laughs> Man, old, all the respect. Brand new PS5. God. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going mean, to buy it too for PC, Master Race. Well, <laughs> PC, I mean, Master, I'm a Master Race, but new tech is new tech. <laughs> We'll still talk about it. You know, it's funny. I don't know nothing about the game. Like, it's going to be so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I got one more short story I want to share here. And uh, so th- th- this one's stupid, and I love it. A man came out to his car one morning, ready to leave for work, and discovered that his car tire had been stolen. And, you know, usually they put a brick under there. They right. hold your car. They jack it up, put some bricks under there, steal your wheels, bada bing, bada boom. But instead of a brick, he found a frozen turkey. <laughs> oh, just had to make it work. Some dude like Thanksgiving, I gotta get home. So what this reminded me of is stories that start in the middle of the story, like the first Deadpool movie, mm-hmm. where it's pretty much oh, in the middle yeah. of a fight scene. Yeah. He's like, I yeah. bet you're wondering how yeah. we got here. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. they go back. So Max, quick. Okay. How did a frozen turkey end up under this guy's okay. car? And quick, you found missing. me, frozen turkey. My life's kind of crazy, and I'm a frozen turkey. So this, <laughs> this turkey uh, was frozen, and uh, a man bought it and then he went home but he, he bought a bunch because he's like he's what do you call it he's he's um a philanthropist and Whoa. he likes he likes he's giving out to turkeys the for like yeah poor people and people who need turkeys and then his tire fell off and he's like damn i need to for the these things these people need these turkeys they need them and then he's like i gotta steal this guy's tire and like mm. i mean i'm doing i'm i'm doing a crime but it's for the greater good that these turkeys need to get there because like you don't you wouldn't if it was a family man he wouldn't give up the turkey for the family so he has a lot of frozen turkeys in my thought that's why like it's something he had ready available so some turkey guy i like it i like it so that's a good character because then you get the duality like should he have should he have stolen this uh, one turkey to deliver a yeah. hundred but right? he didn't know the guy he stole the tire was needed to get to a surgery for his oh, wife 
exactly. didn't get the operation dead. So the moral is don't do bad things. Okay. That's a true story. Um, Thank you, Max. Good job uh, on that story. That was great. <laughs> Much appreciated. True story. So I'm going to give you guys a choice. All right. I think, oh, because I have a lot of topics, but I know we also have something maybe later, too, so I'm not sure. But, yeah, we uh, got a little bit of a game. Because well, like, I, I have like a, I have a bigger topic, or I have a smaller topics, because I set up three I set up three Guinness Corners. Three oh. Guinness Corners? Well, because usually I do them in session of three, because they're so small. Oh, my God. It's like, boom, there it is. Here we talk about it. It's I done. love Guinness Corner. So it's either Guinness Corner, or I do this other topic. I like talking shit on Guinness Corner. My vote's Corner. for Guinness Corner. Yeah, let's get it out of the way. Okay. Then we'll, I was either save this for next time, or Guinness Corner. So... Looks like we're, we're going to play another edition of Guinness Corner. Um, let's check it out. So first of all, on the Guinness Corner, Vibrato. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I want to talk about this uh, a French chef. So I'm going to show you the video, but he got a Guinness World Record for cooking a, a pizza with the most amount of cheese. So how much oh cheese do you think God. it was? Like varieties, I should say. I think I varieties. have. I think I varieties. ran across this one. And probably did. I have a rough number, so Mr. E, you go you first. You go first then, Mr. Number e. of cheeses. Uh, I'll say, and there's a lot of cheese, right? I'll say 20. Okay, now you're allowed to go, Sean. Do you remember? I'm going to say 324. It was 254. (laughs) So you're literally 100 off, but 254 varieties of cheese. So I'm just going to show you a little bit of of the video really quick. Give me one second. I mean, that's Guinness. It should be something ridiculous. That pizza couldn't have tasted good, right? I doubt it did. Yeah. I doubt it did. And it was really small, too. I mean, too. anyone can so do look, this. So, look, look, he's like, he's weighing out that's the cheeses. That small? So, the, yeah, yeah. It's a really small, it's a really small pizza. You almost would describe it as a personal pizza. And the video is showing him weighing out, I don't know what the what the grams are, but it's like point, like, let's say five or point something of all these cheeses to count as amount a cheese as an ingredient for the oh, Guinness okay. World Record. And this is 254 of them. He's going to put them all in this fucking pizza. You know what kind of bugs me about this? Is it's not evenly put out of the whole pizza. It's like little sections. Well, because he's like... not eat, making it to eat the pizza. Yeah. He's just trying to set a record. Exactly. Dumb as fuck. I know. Any one of us could have done <laughs> yep. this. Which is half of Guinness Corner. Yeah, no, definitely. So blah, 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 blah. Let me fast forward a little bit just so you see the, the cooked results, which looks like garbage. Oh, there it is. Yeah, like some quiche or something. Like, you oh, can't my even God. Tell it, what it, is. it does. It totally it's, looks like just, a quiche. Get like out of the way, goop. lady. <laughs> just it's a like goop. a lasagna or something almost. So anyway, this guy basically, you know, got into the Guinness for the 254 cheese, and here's what he had to say about it. Then, really quick, I thought it was funny. Let me let me pause. Pausing Guinness. Basically, oh yeah, it was Ben. It was Benoit Burrell, and he did the 254 cheese pizza. <laughs> and he's like, um, he thought it was important that the record be held by France, which is known for its cheeses. Cool. So fuck this guy. I think yeah, we okay. got America. Right no, on. I think we got to get some American pizza cheese in here. So let's get out. He holds a world record and I don't. So that's cool. There you go. So here's another one though. So actually, I think this is actually one of the most like almost impressive ones of the Guinness Corner. Okay. This guy, what's his face? A South African guy. He scaled a 164 foot rope. Uh, the fastest in under two minutes, but it was hanging between two towers in under four minutes. So his name was Thomas Van Tonder. Wait, See, and... there's two different types of records here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Like, here's a real one. Like, I think all the ones we've ever talked about, except for the the, the wingspan one, I like that one. Oh. All the other ones have been like swallowing cookies or like shooting darts <laughs> or fucking doing thumb wheels and like just stupid 
bullshit like putting cheese on a pizza cooking it for yeah. 10 minutes yeah. like, like you're talking about yeah you're talking about easy to obtain records right uh, yeah and you haven't brought up walking over legos so let's Cause do I don't, it i because i don't have any respect for that one <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm down i mean i'm down i'm down for it but i have no respect for it versus this dude is fucking climbing like everest dude, that's itself a, that's record worthy 164 feet and he did it under four minutes and it's just some dude doing it. Let me fast forward. He just climbed the rope. Like, and you know what's funny? He's doing it in between. Stories? If everyone's seen The Simpsons, you know the, the, the weird nuclear towers? He's basically doing it between two of those. Oh, nice. Yeah, cooling so like, towers. Yeah, exactly. But Oh, wow. I just thought it was cool because this, this is like the first time I saw uh, of all these. Because we go to the same websites and we see all these stupid I mean, Guinness records. That is very tall. This is actually. Yeah, no, he's actually like, doing something worthy of a very Guinness. Yeah. Who deserves the record of world title or world record holder more? This pizza this maker dude or the pizza dude who's like, uh, I guess I'll cut this on that. And I guess I'll. It took me <laughs> half hour. Make sure to I lay mean, it out to one yeah. gram. Took me an hour. Yeah, what can this I say? Is epic, he's got to wow. train for like his whole life to do this. And he's unfazed like, eh. by this. Oh my so God. basically, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but he gets to the top. Yeah. So, um, so that's the thing right there. But like I said, uh, let me give you some more information about what you just saw. Blah, blah, blah. His name was Thomas Van Tonder. And like I say, he's from South Africa. He did it in three minutes and uh, 19 seconds. And he got the fastest time to climb a 164 rope. And uh, here's what I thought was actually cool, though. He chose the rope climbing record because it relates to obstacle course racing, which he's been doing professionally since 2013 so he's a professional obstacle course doer whatever the fuck that is but that's like <laughs> ultimate my, ninja warrior after man. i do, after i'm the yacht of the ss grilled cheese i'm doing that i think uh, obstacle course race <laughs> professional but then he, he's like he said he obsessed over or he said he basically looked into like things of the obstacle course and what he could like expand upon and i guess you, and what he was good and at. you climb ropes so he's like i'll just put all this math together and figure out he could do this well that's and, cool yeah sponsored by red bull and then uh the last one last one just because i wanted threes <clears throat> Just check out this lady. I'm not going to even set it up. All right. I'm looking at a woman hula hooping <laughs> with her butt. <laughs> and um, She's kind of fine, though. Well, I would hope so. I couldn't get her age. Don't know. She looks kind of older. She does. But she's she's definitely worked out the butt because she is breaking the world record for the most hula hoops around a butt and what was the previous record i didn't get that information so but I'm it did wondering, exist this, could, uh, this isn't a new record see, I Look think the guy that, filming is like yeah this is <laughs> half of the bullshit where this is a record that, that probably did skill, though. it probably didn't yeah. exist so she probably just did it and then someone could break it now but uh oh, yeah, can you guess how many she did to break the record and it said in a minute in three minutes three minutes okay how many times did she do that in three minutes here it is continuing to happen <laughs> three minutes <laughs> I need an answer, guys. Um, she did. Uh, I'll say. I'll say uh, four hundred. I'm gonna go uh, two fifty. Man, let me just confirm something. You. It says, according to my note, she did it four hundred times. You are exactly wow. on the money of. The I said four fifty. No, you did. I think you said 400. I heard you say 400. Did I? Oh, okay. You can, okay, you can claim to... a loss. I'm fine with that. You said 400, right? <laughs> did I? I? I said 250. My short-term memory sucks. Yeah. So my bad. You totally said 400. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, and I was like, damn, you're right on the money. <laughs> no, you, you got it. You. That was meant. I meant to do that. So. But uh, that's pretty much it on this uh, edition of uh, <gasps> Guinness Corner. Yes, we do have a game lined up, actually. Um, so this is a new game I've been toying with. Let me explain it to you guys. I have a hat here, 
and they're full of suggestions. It's a lot of feathers. <laughs> a lot of feathers for that hat. Don't judge the hat. It's okay. what in the hat, okay. in the hat that counts. Ooh, where so, is that? anyways, here's how it works. The judge, in this case, Mr. E, will pick a suggestion out of the hat, and all of the suggestions are X versus Y, as in uh, Tinker Toys versus Legos, or Pancakes versus Waffles, or what have you. Yeah. Mr. E will pick the suggestion and then ask us which is better in a certain uh, environment or variety. Okay. So he's going to put a spin on the question and then pit the two against each other. And then he will also get to choose who gets what suggestion and who goes first. Okay. We'll get a minute to debate on each topic. Well, and I'm then have a piece of paper. You didn't want me to have a piece of paper, but that's a lot of information. So right, I'm front loading a little bit here. Yeah, and then uh, after our arguments, Mr. E, I guess he can ask questions and whatnot. But I think you should have a clear winner in mind by then. Okay, I'm gonna make it really obscure. Just throwing it out there. Okay, all right. So I'm scared. Do you understand, Max? Do you understand the rules? I mean, I think I heard it. So yeah, I, I get it. But all we'll, right. we'll see. Mr. We'll e, see what happens. I'm scared. Do you know your role? I know my role. All right, Judge Advocate, please Should I pick pull one out of a suggestion okay. out of the hat. Okay, all right. I know what it is. All right, read it to everybody, please. The topic is coffee versus tea. Ooh. Oh. Okay. While you're the most hungover you've ever been in your life, <laughs> and you're about to skydive. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. Who gets what? Yeah, who gets what? Max gets tea, and Sean gets coffee. <laughs> okay. Okay. And... Max goes first. Woo! <laughs> well, here's why that's better, because tea is uh, medicinal, first of all. All right, starting the timer. Uh, tea is medicinal. People have been using it for thousands of years to solve all sorts of things. So you said, so, like, why is it better to do before skydiving, I think you said? Well, you're the most hungover you've ever been in your life. Oh, okay, yeah. So before you want a skydive. No, you want to drink a bunch of green tea and jasmine tea and, you know, like, blah, blah, blah tea. And it, it it's hydrating because you're hungover, right? When you're hungover, you need water, dummy. And so you need as much water as you can, so you drink all this hot tea and it gets you up and going. So when you're parachuting, it's good to go. Um, the tea leaves are easy to transport, too. So you just have a bunch of tea. Like, how are you going to make coffee up there versus you just have a little pocket of pouch of hot water, throw some tea leaves, boom, Bob's your uncle. So tea's great. And cof- anyone who drinks coffee is bad. And, and, and also <laughs> coffee going to help your, in the skydive. Because uh, you're trying to wake up from the the thing. And so you're trying to wake up from the hung- being hung over, right? So you're, you're peeing a lot and stuff. And coffee makes your piss smell bad. And you're like, <laughs> like this is bad. Versus tea's like, mm, I like the smell of, well, I mean, I don't know if you like your smell of your piss, but you're going you're gonna to hate it if it was coffee. That's for sure. Coffee is bad. I would not vote for coffee. No one I know even drinks coffee. My friends don't like, none of you guys drink coffee. And it's, <laughs> I won't vote for it. I won't stand for it. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. That's your slot. Oh, Sean, your turn. Go ahead. Okay. Coffee, as we all know, is the nectar of the gods, right? Besides wine, it's coffee. Everybody loves coffee. It's one of the best drinks out there. That's why people line up in Starbucks lines and pay overpriced bullshit for some Starbucks fancy coffee. And I would say coffee has more variety, too. So that's another notch. But as far as addressing the skydiving. And hungover. And being hungover, you want to wake your ass up. And coffee is the way to do it immediately because you can get, like, super strong coffee. I know you can get super strong tea, but, you know, you you want coffee. 
that's the one. That's the hangover. That's the hangover cure. That's what they used to do in the West. That's what they should do now. And uh, I, I stand by it, and that's my position. And I yield my next ten seconds. Because <laughs> how would it help you in a skydive, though? Uh, it help wake you up, but how would it help you during the actual dive? During the actual dive, uh, maybe you'd set a record for drinking the most coffee out of a swirly straw as you skydive. I think that's a record. Okay. <laughs> You guys feel confident? I want a 30-second rebuttal. <laughs> I, must, I simply must have a 30-second rebuttal. 30 seconds, go. Coffee is, the, coffee is the band-aid and tea is the cure to hangovers, okay? <laughs> so coffee is just like, you're going to sit there like, mm, I'm good for 10 minutes, but you want tea to fucking get you healed. You want to heal yourself for the skydiving. You're going to be sitting there putting down the pack, going up to the fucking plane, you down and tea the whole fucking time. By the time you're up there, you're gonna be like, I don't hung what? Like I, I feel great. Like I'm gonna go and all the adrenaline. Coffee is bullshit. You're gonna barf the whole time. Every time you drink, you, you the coffee, you're sitting there like, oh my stomach kind of hurts. You have to shit and stuff too. <laughs> Fuck coffee. It's over. Tea's great. Almost exactly thirty seconds. So Sean, you got thirty seconds to be fair. All right. Fuck everything he just said, but to address you, Mr. E, the judge, okay. you uh, you wanted to know how it would help you when you're suspended in midair. Yes, during the dive. Well, according to Captain Catherine Janeway, <laughs> she, says, she says that coffee is the finest organic suspension ever devised. Do you know who she is? She's <laughs> a famous pilot of some sort. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. She commanded the uh, the Bismarck, and yeah. yeah. Yep. Then the Delta. Okay. Well, this is a tough one. I like the science behind Sean's, but I have to side with Max. For, <laughs> yes. For the hydration. Yeah. Hydration. I think the Band-Aid versus the Cure is what got yeah, me. Yeah, that's what got me. Yeah, I was like, I needed a phrase. I need a... If it, you must quit, and that's what it was. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I I don't drink coffee. I don't feel I don't feel strongly about coffee. I could give a shit if it disappeared off the face of the planet he tomorrow. Does, really? Yeah, he's wow. anti coffee. Oh it's so God. funny. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's anti caffeine kind of. He's not into caffeine really. really? Yeah, I don't do a lot of caffeine. Wow. Good for you. Though. Only rum and cokes really, mm-hmm. and that's where I get oh, my caffeine. Nice. Yeah, I was like, I wanted it to be really hungover, but then I was like, that's not exciting enough. And then I, I thought of the skydiving part, like, at the last second. That's there you go. Yeah. Skydiving. All right, well, we're going to try that next week. We're going to try that again. I got a lot more suggestions in this hat. And then uh, maybe we'll go clockwise and Max will be the judge. Or winner sits or something. I mean, Let us know. We can do whatever we want. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.